0: voice memos
1: podcast with jen and myron hey welcome to voice memos i am myron clifton and my co-host is jennifer so jennifer is a wonderful lady she's originally from wisconsin now in california flaming redhead with a beautiful big old dog named mojito that i call beast she's a great sister daughter and a great friend and uh, she is my co-host hey jennifer
0: Hello, hello. So nice that we're recording this because I get to save this and hear this over and over again, the compliments that you gave me.
1: So I lied.
0: This is my friend and probably my bestest friend. I've known Myron over 20 years. He is a published author. He is an amazing writer, highly intelligent. And one thing that I can really tell you about him that stands out is how he raises his daughter Leah. What the actual hell?
1: So it's <laughs> not that there's an annoyance of always changing the time, because <laughs> that's not what I'm saying. i mean because there's something to be admired about consistently changing the time for an entire year i mean that's dedication
0: i'm consistent at being inconsistent (laughs)
1: that's awful so did you get held on this week did i get what hailed on the weather. Oh,
0: no, I, I was stuck in a big windstorm. And when I was working in Stockton on Tuesday.
1: Oh, my God, it was brutal. huh?
0: Brutal. I thought, you know, you're you're driving down the freeway and your car is just kind of maneuvering inside the lanes. I was like, damn, this is super windy. But you got hailed.
1: I got hailed. So I was going to the grocery store yesterday, I think. or oh, and this is there. So a couple of days ago. And It wasn't, it was cloudy. And then as I pulled into park, there were some big raindrops, but then I noticed they were not raindrops. They were, I thought it was like snow, but you know, it wasn't sticky. It was making a noise. I get out of the car and it it was hail. but I eventually found out there's like another term for it. Like it wasn't hard, hail. and it wasn't quite sleet or slush. There's like some other weird word like
0: Yeah, it starts with a g or something.
1: Yes, that weird g word that. How am I this age that I've never seen that word or heard of it ever.
0: Ever. I I, I, I so Right. I, I saw that Nevada got a little bit of snow and not not Nevada like where they have snow in Reno, but lost close to Las Vegas, they got Right.
1: Snowing. Yeah, I think it was snowing down in San Bernardino, it, it was snowing up in Portland and I guess there's a giant winter thing happening across the entire country that is just cold and snow weather everywhere like here it was 60 I think 65 a couple of days ago and earlier today it was I think it was like 39 or something crazy like that
0: yeah it's chilling I mean I'm not gonna lie it's you know I was out for my walk and I was like oh gosh this is I have to actually put on I have to cover my ankles like that's what I had to do today
1: (laughs) you know and there are, there are big problems in the world, but there's nothing worse than having to cover one's ankles. Well, I'll I see what walk. you're doing
0: there. <laughs> I see what you're doing there. You know, I have so much to talk about this week. Cause you know, I was thinking, so a, a girl that a woman, not a girl, a woman that we used to work with at Verizon, she, um, I'll, I'll leave her name out of this conversation. Cause I want to get your perspective on this. Mm. Okay. So she has mixed children. She, um, her kids are black and white and mm-hmm. they go to school up in, it, I want to say past like Yuba city, Mary's, but like way past yeah. in the boondocks. So yeah. over the past couple of years, since they've been at school, there's been, there's been issues, situations, yeah. and all deeming with, in my perspective, when she would tell me the story, racist like racism mm. yeah. so we have she she sends me a message the other day where her son apparently was called into the office because there was some snapchats and he called a girl oh, a God. bitch or a whore or something Ooh, like that.
1: good lord okay? apparently
0: because she asked him to be a like sex buddy or go to the dance and he said no so then oh, she started God. making a a bunch of shit Mm. so this woman is always smart always been very protective of her children and records the call that she has with the assistant principal and during this conversation they are he's explaining you can't call people this you can't call people that and the end of the The conversation was: Here's what is going to happen. He is going to go to a harassment training, which is a five day a five day event in which you're taught, you know, how to talk to people, all this stuff. Now, just for before I tell you that he has five days required mandatory harassment training. Training. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna take you back a couple months prior to that in okay. which kids in class called him the N word.
1: Oh Lord.
0: Okay, now those two students had to write a paper. Mm-hmm. They did not have to go to any harassment training for right. five days and be right. you know, kind of out of school. So at the end of this conversation, She baits the assistant principal and says, okay, so I just want to be clear. If any child or any student calls another student a bitch or a whore, they will have five days of harassment training, correct? And he said, no, no, it's not cookie cutter.
1: Uh (laughs) (coughs) Uh-oh. Okay, so what did she say?
0: He just knew she wa- She asked him that question with the intent, knowing that mm-hmm. he was going to say it. Because you can't regulate and tell right. people they're going to go to school for calling people. I call people bitch every day as I'm walking down the street. Bitch, <laughs> turn your direction on. Bitch, use your brakes. You know, like you can't. You can't say that you're going to regulate, but also turn it around to this child that you know is now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and apparently, the girl that turned him down was also accusing him of assault, like sexual assault, which of course wasn't true. So I think when I was talking to this to this woman who shares this stuff with me and she's gone back and forth with the school board my thought process to her my feedback to her was you have to skip past the fucking school and go right to an attorney like i don't think Mm. the superintendent or whatever level the principal principal the superintendent are going to do jack shit since you've been writing them for the past two years yeah wow
1: how old are the children
0: They are high school, so...
1: Oh, they're high school.
0: Yeah. I'm going to say, I don't know the exact age, but high school.
1: So, so that fella is, um, he's almost out of school, huh?
0: Yeah. So he's out of, I think he might be, this might be his first year, maybe his second.
1: Okay. So he's got a couple more years. So, so that's terrible. Like that, that's terrible. And, um... There's so many angles to this. The school, the principal is wrong, right? For having an arbitrary um, uh, punishment, you know, pun- uh, punishment, like it's very arbitrary. Once he says it's cookie cutter, then he opens them or she, they open themselves up to exactly what that mom, that mother's feeling, right? Like why now versus a paper for him? Well, I can tell you why, because in American public schools, the most um, disciplined, suspended, and so forth, children are black children, uh, boys eh, the most and then and then black girls. So that's one thing. So her children um, are falling into the statistics that yeah. if there if there can be something enforceable or interpreted as enforceable, it is most likely going to be, um against black children that's just a fact it's been it's, it's, it's been a fact for 150 years in public schools so there's that and then two i would ask what are the demographics of that school so yeah. if the dem- right so if you as a as a white mother of mixed children and this isn't for her at this moment right because her decision is made but maybe a listener if you have black children and they're in your care you have a responsibility to know the environments you're putting your children in. They're not going to have your experience. And just because you're white, that doesn't mean that they're going to be viewed as white in public spaces. They're not. If they have a, one iota of melanin, they're going to be black and they're going to get what comes with that. And so as a parent, you have to know that and you have to know, okay, I do want to get out of the. I'm going to use her as an example. I, I want to get out of the city and I want to move, 85 miles to where the demographics are 90% white, right? And but I want my child to be treated fairly. Well, you know what? That's not going to happen. It's not going to happen, oh, wow. and it is not right. And we all know this in America. It's not right. It's awful. It's what and what what those parents trade is I want to go away, be away from those problems that cities can have. And I want to be in a school that's funded. They have good teachers. It's highly recommended. And you know what else you're saying that's not being said is the school board, the principal, all the teachers are going to be white. And they may not have the progressive attitude that you have. And now you're going to be faced with your kid gets called the N-word and there really isn't a punishment except the paper. And then your kid calls someone, um, a gendered one or two gendered insults which are horrible let's not downplay that and they get five days
0: five days (laughs) five days of harassment training
1: and that is that is um because in california they have all the schools they have to be careful about suspending um black and brown children because that's who gets suspended the most so schools try to now have some type of step before that. And that step is usually something that can be defined by the principal. And you know what? The principal and the board, they are well within their rights to do that. It's awful. But I would say, you know what? Like if that were my child, it was me. She did all the right things, right? Call, write, visit, hold them accountable and everything. And at some point, um, they just won't acquiesce to all your needs. They're not. They're not trained in it. They're not held accountable to it. And maybe you can make it better for the next um, black student that comes to that school, but he's gonna have to do that time. And it's really, it's really awful. It really is awful. Um, but you know what? You're in a school that's ninety percent white and the city that's ninety f- percent white. I,
0: yeah. it's gonna be
1: awful. Yeah, that's a good. And so yeah, so then I would say. Aside from that, the, the the child does that. And then aside from that, that's my child. I say, look, this school was wrong in how they handled your situation. And you know that. And now you've seen how they're gonna handle it when it's you, you know that's wrong. You just got a snapshot of society. You have to be better, less problematic, everything. Because anytime there's something that can be held against you, it's going to be held against you in the in the most harsh terms, versus your your pal next to you, Declan. He just had to write a paper.
0: Okay,
1: Declan. That's it. <laughs> I know that's.
0: I know you hate that name. Yeah, uh, yeah. And you
1: know, you know, you know what that. You know what that that sort of is, Jen. That's sort of what black parents call the talk. So have mm-hmm. you ever heard that phrase? All of us get the talk. It's not a fair society. There's a lot of issues out there it's going to be harder to get a job, harder to go through school. If, if the alarm goes, when you, if you pay for your shoes and the alarm goes, when you walk out of the store, they're going to, they're going to bring you back in, check your bags, get your receipt. All those things are going to happen. Everything. You, you, you don't yell back at cops, you know, all that first amendment bullshit that white people get, Black people don't get that. Like that kid has to have the talk and whether that mother can do it or she has extended family. I don't know the, the, the father's situation or uncles or something, but that kid needs to talk because he was online and he called that young lady out of her name. He now has to know you don't do that. Don't do that because you will be held accountable. And you know what? Yes, it's not fair. And nobody gives a damn.
0: Damn.
1: Yeah. They're old enough. They're old enough to hear what black parents call the talk. And that kid needs to talk.
0: And so that's a good, the perspective of, yes, she took them and put them in that school. And now I think today she told me that she was pulling them out of school because she still has two other boys. So all three yeah. boys, this is the first one going to high school. I think she's, you know, to your point, yeah, yeah that here she, she gets, she goes to a place where she can afford a house, yeah. have a little land, you know, uh, Yeah. maybe, maybe with the thought of, right, the privilege, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's privilege. that's some
1: American dream stuff. That's really yeah. nice.
0: But then you, her privilege of, I'm going to be, I'm going to go to a place that is all white, not really thinking about that. I have mixed raced sons.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You got to think that now because they're, 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 they're mixed race in her eyes. They're not mixed race in society's eyes. Yeah. yeah. It, that's, it's, it's tough.
0: That's, it's tough, you know, but you
1: know, but you know, I, I think it's a, like they say on, you know, the after school specials, it's a really good learning opportunity. We can sit yeah. down and say, let's let's break this down and see what happened. And it doesn't mean that the, the the boys have to hate school, have to hate their principal or anything like that. It's just sort of accepting when it's raining, you're going to get wet. Like, you, you, and it's no use hollering against the rain. It doesn't mean that it won't get better. And it doesn't mean that he wouldn't have had those problems in um, a, su- a school that was all black. Right? Because it could happen anywhere. And also, I, I swear, once she gets through this with them, I would sit him down and say, Would you call me a bitch or a whore? Yeah. Right? I mean, because now the the secondary issue is why is you at, you know, at, I don't know, 15, 16 years old, already comfortable calling a woman, a young lady, you know, a bitch and a whore. The worst yeah. thing, you know, two two of the three worst things you can call it
0: Yep.
1: Right, you know. And so let's let's talk about that too. So yeah, she. That's a good got-
0: perspective. That's an that's a that's a really great perspective because I I it took me to zero to sixty real quick. I said we Oof. ride at dawn. Who do where do I need to go? Who do I need to fuck up? Like right? I'll be there. I'll go to the school board with you. Who do I need to talk to, to let yes. them know that this is like, I went to rage. I went to <laughs> this is unacceptable. I've never even met these kids. And I'm like, I'm coming in to protect, like, no, you're not going to do this alone. And talking to you, the aspect, your, your perspective of, yeah, there's some responsibility. You put them in all white school. Like you didn't think yeah. this all the way through. Yeah. And, and,
1: and as a parent, as a parent of a black child, we have to be careful not to give them our rage, our, our experienced rage. And you know what? And I've written about this before. Our well-earned rage. We, well have, we have to be careful. We have to we have to try to give them a, a bigger and broader picture because we have to make sure they live the next day. Oh. Right. So we can't just give them that rage, even though like when you were telling me that story, I immediately went to rage, too. Yeah. Like, it, it, it's in fury, But then I got to step back and go, OK, wait a minute. We look at both sides. And I do know because I, I have a child in high school right now. I know the principal can do that. No matter how frustrating that is, they can't do that. Because, you know, I, let me tell you, I just have a, with my daughter. She's a senior. So she gets an assignment. Now, now, mind you, it's Black History Month. She gets an assignment from her government teacher that's pick uh, from the first 10, 10 amendments to the Constitution, pick your favorite and tell us why. And so my daughter was like, well, daddy, um, these 10, she tells me this and I go, why is it just 10? I go, I don't know. And so I'm like, you I went instantly to race because the first 10 didn't apply to black people. And they were written by people who owned slaves. And we don't even get to the 14th until black people get free. So why will one of those first 10 be my favorite during Black History Month?
0: Oh my God.
1: Right? They didn't apply to me. They didn't apply to my people. Nothing. And the people that wrote them owned own people. So oh, you man. want me to tell you this is my favorite. So so I said, you know what? Let me let me write this government teacher. Let me write her. Right, I was mad, but it, you know what? But then I told my daughter do the assignment, right, and let I'll, I'll do this on the sides. So I waited until I was I wasn't mad. I wrote the lady a letter, and I basically said what I just said to you. Why ten and people who owned people wrote them, and these didn't apply to black people, and we don't come into effect until the fourteenth, right? And it's Black History Month. Is this? this is is this what we're doing?
0: <laughs> oh my god right okay right Continue
1: and so on. right so and so and i have i text with the school diversity and inclusion officer right because they've heard from me through the years and so oh, yeah. we we text each other when I, something seems a little bit janky so i text them so now I waited a couple of days because i knew you know, our expansion of corporate America, you know how these things go. People got to, they got to talk first. How are we going to respond to this? Let's get this right. And so the lady did respond. And she said, you know, to summarize, she, it was like five paragraphs. And to summarize, she said, you're right. Right. We did not think this through. And we could, we could have, you know, done this differently. So what, and then she said, what I'll do going forward is I'll give them the option of, any of the amendments, and I, I won't use the wording your favorite, because that that is very loaded, because we we know these did, not only did they not apply to black people, they didn't apply to women, <laughs> you know, because you don't get women the right to vote until the 19th amendment. I mean, we are, you know, like, what? This is, and that's what I said, so this is very white, male, wealthy, landowner-centered. That's who was writing this stuff, and so she said yes, and so... And she said that wording is wrong. So we're going to take this back to the, you know, the people that give us these tests and, and all, you know, quizzes and all this kind of crap curriculum. And we're going to, we're going to get that changed. And so what I'll do is I'll give them the option of picking one of any of the amendments that are, you know, and they don't have to say it's their favorite, but, but which one, you know, gathers their attention that they want to write, or, you know, something like that. But then she also mentioned, we are going to do some things for black history around social justice and so forth. So then I sat uh-huh. on that for two days because in our five paragraphs, and it was a good response, Like we, we were wrong. We're going to do something else and blah, blah, blah. And I thought that's all good, you know, but then I thought, here's what I thought. I sat on that for two days. It irked me and I was trying to do I write back. Cause you know, I don't want to get an email battle, but it did. Cause then I wrote back and I said, thank you. This is a really good response. and I gave a really good response to her. I really like this. I really like this. Thank you for doing this. You know, then I said, I was like Columbo, but one thing (laughs) that, you know, black history is not just about how black people intersect with the courts, judges and cops and social justice. Like the, the, the reflex that white people have to only associate us with social justice, right, Mm -hmm. irks me. I mean, we are scientists, artists, musicians. Writers. Doctors. Yeah, yeah, you know, all these things. Politicians. Yes, you can find us in all those disciplines throughout American history, not just in the last five years. You can find us, you know, we're there. Not just we want justice with police in the courts. And I said that to her. I said, that's so reductive and limiting of who we are. We we you, you have to teach more of, of you know this kind of stuff. And so, and I said, and so I then I gave her some grace. I said, Look, I know this is not you. You teach your curriculum. I get that. So I said, So I'm glad you copied your principal. And I want you to add your school board, president, to this, because this next thing is to them. And that, that's what I said. This next thing is to your principal and to the school board guy. And I want them to respond to this, right? This piece, right? So thank you, but I want them to respond to this. And so then I, again, I waited a couple of days and then the principal responded, right? Because I've had some conversa- conversation with her because we had issues with the curriculum downplaying the plan a few years ago, you know, you know, that Bible stupid book. yeah, the Bible stories, that stupid book, the scarlet letter, you know, you know, that one was, I was like, why are you telling my daughter to read the scarlet letter? Worried about the morality of this preacher who was giving her the scarlet letter. And that preacher owned slaves. Why am I worried about his morality? Oh, <laughs> Slave, are you kidding me? And worried about, worried about her virginity or chastity when j- they all own slaves. Like, I don't care about the people. So, anyway, and they were like, yeah, we need to get another book. So, anyway, the prince was like, you're right. You know what? We should have, you know, do, we should do better. So, we, uh, I just want to let you know we have hired another person, a curriculum review robot. I don't know, something, some person that's going to go through their curriculum and make sure, you know, to get rid of all this nonsense that's in there. And they're going to review it, you know, before the school year starts to try to take that stuff out because, you know, and she gave a really good response. Like she, it was, it was a very thorough response. And then I waited a couple of days and then I, you know, I responded and said, thank you. And I pointed out all the stuff that she liked and stuff, you know, that management training that you don't yes. just say thank you, tell people wh- what you liked about what they wrote, like that thing. So, so, you know, and then I, and then I stopped and then, there wasn't even a couple of points in her message. I thought, well, oh, I could pick that apart, but then you got to just stop. That's what I told myself because I can't fix, you know, Sacramento public schools or something like that, right? You, you can have an issue, you may get their attention for one or two issues at a time, and you can affect change for the students coming after that, right? But you you're just not going to change the whole school system. So going back to your friend and her kid, you know, whether she pulls them out of school or not, you know, there are some lessons there that she can't change them. Um, that school district and even pulling them out of school she's still going to have to get materials and whether they do it online she's still going to encounter things and I would advise her you know besides to talk to her 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 kids also just recognize you're not going to be able to change those schools and online schools or in person in whole but you might be able to get a couple small wins here here or there
0: uh, that's good. Now I'm definitely going to share cause I, you know, she said I'd like to hear his perspective and I think that's a really good perspective to, to have her think through. I think that's really good. I, you know, we met, we talk about black history month and I know you wrote in your, uh, your recent magazine was focusing on that, correct?
1: Yes. So I did a um, Yeah. This month's uh, Dear D magazine, I got, con- I think three contributors, one, uh, one lady wrote a poem, Dominicans Do the Best Hair. It was a really cute poem about her experiences with her mother not liking her natural nappy hair um, and her, I shouldn't say nappy, just her natural hair. And then I had a lady write uh, the, um, how Black history, that queer and um, women's history are, are indeed, Black queer and Black women history are also American history. And so she wrote about the 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 um, queer movement as um, a lot of it was started by not just um, black queer people, but also drag and trans black people. And so he wrote about that. And then another lady who is um, um, in New York, Maya Contreras, she wrote about the conversation around reparations, about normalizing that. So uh, three really good contributors Put that in the magazine. Then I included my review of the new website uh, Spoutable, which is a c- competitor to Twitter, and it's started by a black man. So I thought, you know, this is a good thing for uh, Black History. So yeah, it's all there. So it's a really good, it's a really good issue too.
0: You know, I was we think about you know Black History Month and you try to you're trying to learn something no matter what you try to learn something. And, you know, I was, I was, I remember going through some stuff and I think I went last week and I was just going through like inventions. I I remember seeing something about inventions and there's like the top eight African-Americans that changed, that made a huge impact in how we do things. Like for example, Sarah Boone, who invented the ironing board, she, she, I, I mean, she did it, she did it in 1892. That's crazy. I mean, then you have like Mary Van Britten Brown in 1966. She's the one that created the home security system. She was
1: not
0: wanting to be home alone because her husband was away. And she came up with this camera that she put through the peephole, and uh, it just elevated from there. You've got um, Garrett Morgan, who in 1923 invented the three light traffic signal. So the red, yellow and green um you have frederick mckinley jones in 1940 who did refrigerated trucks you have sure. alexander miles in 1887 who did automated elevator doors like to think about to think about even what we are right now like james e west who who created or invented the microphone like thinking about how we don't think, yes, we know light bulbs and, and big major um, life-changing events, but these are also inventions that were done by African-Americans. So I thought I'd just give a little shout out to those eight folks that um, changed my life. Who wants to, who wants to um, have an ironing board or not have an ironing board and have to keep doing shit on the floor.
1: It's funny huh? how, you know, it's like, I have a book here somewhere, but but every Black History Month, you see it floating, you see this stuff floating around about like a hundred adventures, like 200, things like GPS and all this stuff you think, oh, you don't have a, a name or a face associated with it. Yep. And then you look at it, you go, oh, this is a Black person. It just, how it just gets sort of not buried necessarily, but also not highlighted.
0: Yes, right? not highlighted. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, because I, I, I was thinking about something sparked me, you know, like I said, I'm a lurker on TikTok, and, you know, someone mentioned, you know, America, it's almost telling people of other countries of just what a shitty country we are. Like everything from, we have over 300 million guns. We have, you have to teach your children how to do active shooter drills. We have high, um, sex trafficking uh, situations, children being swiped off the streets. we have an abundance of homeless people. we have a food shortage for children and families. We are not we do not have universal health care so the number one reason that people become bankrupt in this country is because of medical bills. We are just we spend 800 trillion billion I don't even know the actual number on our, military, considering that if we just took $200 billion of that and gave it back to the American people in form of just health care, we would be better off society. We also have a fucking, we have, we have states across the country banning and not wanting to talk about critical race theory. On top of that, we have, you know, you and I had this discussion this week In 1981, when Ronald Reagan was our governor here, he literally took away free tuition for college from students. Like, he changed that. Terrible. And so then when he got in the White House, he did the same thing. And now you have fucking, I don't even want to say his name, just the Floridian asshole that is doing the same thing, which is all leading to... Private schools, so that people that don't have money will not be able to go to fucking school. Like who's who? Who stands and says the only time you ask an American why they value America, they say the First and Second Amendment. You know that's fucked up because that's free speech and a right to bear fucking arms.
1: That's dumb, and yeah, you know. Let's not
0: let's talk about that same governor. I'm a little heated. That same governor who has who is standing on his fucking ground on the right to bear arms, but wants to have at his election party or something this week to make sure that no one gets in with a fucking gun.
1: Isn't that something?
0: How do you, how do you have this? How are you blatantly so hypocritical and blatantly people voting for this fucking nonsense? I'm sorry. It's just been a week of, of me thinking how, when you ask an American why they value america and they only speak of those two amendments it aligns with what you said about schools tell me your favorite top 10.
1: right it's it's infuriating it is it is infuriating right i I think um man i can't think of his name the famous um black intellectual in the 50s and 60s but he said to be to be black and awake in america is to always be in a state of rage, like like it is. And you have to, like, we learn to get on and have joy, have fun, you know, be expressive, you know, like like all Americans, not just black people, like all Americans, like have family, friends, you know, health, food, shelter, have some fun, like this kind of stuff. We all want those basic, basic things. And then you have like that, yeah, like, that little, that meathead guy in Florida, you know, all that gun hypocrisy, you know, but you can't bring them, you know, nobody could go armed to his events. It's just like when the NRA meets, there's no guns allowed. And all they do is lobby for guns to be available everywhere, except where they meet, you know, it's just, it, 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 it it's very, it, yeah. It, it, it's infuriating my mind from this week. That made me like below my stack was, I think it was just last couple of days where so about a, in the last couple of months, Different Republicans around the country have introduced bills to lower the age um, uh, where children can work.
0: I oh yes,
1: full full time, like full time. And then it comes to light like that there's some meat—I don't know if it's called meat packing or whatever it is, like meat farms or whatever—where they've discovered hundreds of children working in these meat factory places in the Midwest. Oh, and god. you know putting two the two together they're introducing these these bills because there's already children and you know what uh, there's already children working in these meat pro- meat process that's sort the meat processing places and most of those children are migrant children oh my god yes you I mean I mean talk about another reason not to eat meat right Ch- and 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 these children in the story I was reading i th- i'm not I, I forget the source I think it was in I want to say it was the Wall Street Journal. Anyway, I can't remember. But anyway, just check on online. Children working in meat processing. These kids were, by the looks of it, just from being a parent, you know, haven't seen having seen kids, they were 10 to 14 years old.
0: Oh, fuck.
1: Working, and, and not just, you know, not there, like you'll see kids in black barbershops sweeping up hair, you know, for a couple of bucks here and there. They were in gear, uniform, um, you know, full eight, To fourteen-hour shifts, just like the Industrial Revolution, before we put all the laws in place that said you can't have child labor like that, they're doing it right now
0: in our in America.
1: In America, yeah, yeah, it is.
0: And parents are. What is the reason? So I, I did see something. I didn't spend enough time researching. I saw come up on some, like I think on my. And
1: and, and you know what? It's it's being. I don't think it's been settled yet. But the question is out there. Remember when when, um, the Orange shit Goblin was president and those children at the border were disappearing?
0: Yeah. It's
1: it's we don't know. I shouldn't say we, but it's not known that those are some of those children. However, they are migrant and we know some children disappeared. Like, look, everyone knows some of those children are trafficked. Like that is a fact. But it wouldn't be surprising to find out that someone just working in these in these meat processing factories for a big business
0: with no parents because the with parents, no parents. where they were separated. Oh, fuck! That,
1: that's right. Unbelievable, huh? Unbelievable.
0: And not only that. Now, okay, now you have that right, and then you have Ohio with the oh train, my God. sir. That shit is into the Mississippi River. Like, if people think that this is just going to be confined to Ohio, they better wake the fuck up because it is traveling. I mean, already you can see people in their waters, uh, like just how mucky wow. it is. Headaches. People are feeling sick. I mean, this is this is.
1: It's terrible, huh? And, and you know what? Uh, you look oh my. like most things. There are there are ripples um, into the future when bad mistakes are made or bad decisions are made, right? We know this as grownups, you can make a decision today. That's going to have a bad effect on you. So when, when president Obama was president, he put in, there's, there was some train development somewhere and he got legislation passed and that he signed that made transporting hazardous chemicals through cities and towns um, harder to do. And, You have to have more regulations. You have to have more people operating the trains. You have to have more safety measures, right? All the, there was a lot of, it's it's a lot, but it was all put in place. As soon as Donald Trump got in office, he took those regulations off and he said, we don't need all these regulations slowing down productivity and we don't need all these safety things and um, no no trains are going to derail and everything. And Ohio happened, right? And the Ohio governor there was a Republican guy, Mike DeWine, looked like a little turd. And and that train development happened at his first press conference, he said, everything is fine. I've talked to the train company, the CEOs, and they said everybody can return, everything is fine. And then a couple of days later, they're like, wait a minute, you know, animals are dying, the sky is poisoned, the water is poisoned. And in that first conference, he was the reporter asked him, have you have you talked to the president? And he was like, yeah, the president called me, but I haven't called him back because we got the, the CEO told me everything is OK. And then as it got worse over the next few days and everything, then he was like, well, the federal government won't help. No one's coming to help. And then the federal government was like, hold on. We have all kind of people there right now, even though you decided you didn't want to even call the president back to talk to. him." Right. It's I mean, wow. just an absolute mess. And, and you're right. I, I've seen the videos of the poison streams and waters, the dead animals, and that plume of poison, right? It's in the air. You cannot just like put up just put be a like bubble. nothing's
0: going on. Yeah. Oh right. no my gosh, everything's cleaned up. Bitch, I have a cloud above my house. Like what how, right. cleaning what up?
1: Yeah. And so and so the feds the feds said today that not only does the the corporation have to clean all that up, but you know they're they're open to lawsuits. And It's going to be bad. And you know what? Here's the thing, Jen. The people in that town voted for Donald Trump.
0: Yeah.
1: Right? They, in the town, that one little town is small. East Palestine is small, but, you know, it goes way beyond that. And they have that Republican governor, they have Republican senators, and they they loudly say the federal government should not be involved in their lives because that is a a, a main tenet of republicanism these days conservatism these days small government no government interference no regulations no nothing and state rights and we do what we want and all this kind of stuff and now they are fucking poisoning all their people there because their president put in or took out regulations their governor said they didn't want help and their senators were in dc talking about um trans people shouldn't have the right to um uh, conversion um, um, health care. You know, they're worried about the, that stuff and Hunter Biden's laptop and they their own people are dying but they're just like, you know what? Okay, this, this is what we're doing. Now it's the federal government's fault. Oh, God. It, it's infuriating because you know what? Those, those people that are affected by that, I don't want those people to die. I don't, I don't want people to get sick, get thyroid cancer and all this kind of stuff. You know, it doesn't matter, you know, that they're Republican or Democrat. You don't want to see people suffer like that. And then when I sit down drinking a cup of coffee, i go, why would they vote for people that continually harm them?
0: Why is being dumbasses? I why don't stop being it. so stupid. I just wish, I just wish I could understand what people are thinking. I really truly I, do.
1: I I I don't know. It it's it is eternally baffling. And I, I don't know how that Ohio thing is going to turn out, but I got a feeling like we'll be knowing for five, 10 years just how bad that thing is, right? Because if the company says it was this amount of chemicals, then if they say there was one chemical, then there was a hundred. And if they say it was a hundred pounds, then it was like a million. Because, you know, they're going to lie. The first, they're going to just lie, lie, lie because they want to not be liable. That's a mess.
0: It's a mess. (laughs) It's so, it's just yeah so you you just get to a point where you're like i don't know what you think about why that is even a topic of conversation to say that america's the greatest country you're you're delusional to even think that so i know i had a lot of just there was a lot of emotion this past week around the news of course the the conversation with that that i had with my girlfriend i'm still Tyree's Nick Tyree Nichols is still in my mind I mean there's it's I think sometimes
1: yeah I think sometimes it's like um, um, it reminded me I think it was a couple of weeks ago remember Marie Kondo's from Netflix the Sparks Joy Lady um no she's like the home remodeler not a home remodeler she comes into your house and she has a saying if you have something in your house She's an organizer. That's what she is. And she says, if the item doesn't spark joy, just get rid of it. Like make your house, your living space, you know, your house apartment, wherever, make it so that it it brings you joy. Whatever that happens to be, whether it's a, a pillow, a cushion, a book, a candle, it should spark joy in you. Like that was her whole thing. Marie Kondo says her name. She okay. has a little series on Netflix. I, I think it was like one or two seasons or something. But anyway, and that was like maybe in the last three or four years. And about a week or so ago, there was an article, uh, a story about Marie Kondo. So she has a couple of kids now. And she said, yeah, they get messy. I don't even care. I'm not cleaning up all that shit. (laughs) (laughs) She said, it ain't sparking joy, but I ain't doing nothing because all they do is mess up again.
0: (laughs) says every mom everywhere.
1: (laughs) Right. I was like, yeah, man, you're talking like the rest of us.
0: (laughs) That's freaking awesome. Are you right? Oh my God. What? So what have you been, I know we, we went on a lot of topics and we had a a really great discussion around some things that are happening right now in in this wonderful country of ours and in our world. Um, yeah, when somebody when somebody says, "Wow, it's it's snowing in California," and then they turn around and say, "There's no, we don't have global warming." <laughs> 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 I wanna, just we're, I just right. want to flick you in your throat. You know, I'm right. like flicking someone in their throat sort of shocks them a little bit. That's all I want to do. I just want to flick people that say like in that. their throat.
1: <laughs> I know because we usually say shout out, but we're deep on the subjects and stuff. So let me tell you something that I, I'm watching. So. I watched the first few episodes of the new season of You.
0: Oh, I haven't started yet.
1: Yes, yes. The um, the guy who's he's sort of a serial killer. I don't know he's just like he's just really sort weird. Of, he
0: is. <laughs> yes, and he
1: and and I think it's I think they released four episodes now and four are coming in March. And he if it's season four, and if you recall the end of season three, he escapes to France. So we pick yes. up he's in France now.
0: Okay. Right. Okay. Oh, we. So, oui.
1: oui. Okay. Yep. They're they're very good. And then, um, I am watching. I just watched a, a a series on Netflix called, um, Red Rose. Oh. And it's 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 British high schoolers.
0: Oh Lordy. Who,
1: okay. Yeah, One. <laughs> It's really good. Trust me, it's really good. Okay. Download. Do they have the a
0: app. Galactica? No, no. Is that a, oh, my
1: God, freak. No. They get an app. The app is called Red Rose.
0: Okay.
1: Right? And the app says, hey, you know, I'm going to make you happy. And the first thing it does is it says smile and it takes your picture and it does like a TikTok filter and makes you really pretty, like that little okay. weird little thing. And then it says, it starts... Asking, telling you to do things where you tell it what you want. Like tell it three things or five things you want to have happen in your life. And then it says, okay, I'm going to make those things happen. And, it, and then it starts telling you to do like random things that seem either weird or scary or dangerous, but it's all going towards getting you what you want. And it just sort of goes around to these students. And I would say it's a thriller and a mystery. Oh, it's pretty good.
0: But it's not horror.
1: It's not horror, no. Okay. At first, I thought it was going to be horror, but it's not horror at all. Okay. It's just, it's a thriller and, and, and a mystery. And then the last thing I'm, I'm watching is um, there's two cartoons. I think one your nephews would like and one is more adult. So one is on um, HBO Max and it's Harley Quinn. Oh, Okay. Right. The the Batman character, who's sort of this crazy lady who's like she was Joker's girlfriend. So the yep. cartoon picks up where she she dumps Joker and she just goes out on her own little adventures. And so it's 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 um is very adult and it's it's comedy. So it's not like real superhero stuff, and it is very raunchy. Oh, yeah, like okay. like the language, the sex talk and all that, and her voice. Her voice is the lady from um, the lady that plays in that Netflix the Netflix movie where she's a flight attendant and she like gets, has a murder oh, mystery. Oh,
0: Kaylee Coco or Coco? Um, that, yeah, her.
1: yeah, yep, She's the voice of Harley Quinn, and it is it is raunchy. Okay, all
0: right. right.
1: It's really good though. Okay, so that's one. And Then the other one is not raunchy. It is it's on Disney Plus, and this one I think your nephews are really like. It's called. Um, moon girl and devil dinosaur, dinosaur. Oh. so it's a cartoon and it's based off a marvel comic book and it's just about this little girl who's like super smart and it's sort of silly but she gets this little dinosaur like a giant dinosaur and they just have these little adventures and it's really absurd but it's a comic book yeah. but it's it's really good where it's written sort of like how spongebob is like it's really intelligent writing and they have all these little links to like, like a thing that a child will be, a young person will be going through. Like say being bullied online, for example. Okay. Well, they turn it around to like, this is villain who does that. And then it's really funny. And she has to solve these little, the little issues. And it's just like a 22 minute little cartoon, but they're very good. Okay. They're very good. So that's what I'm watching right now. What what are you watching?
0: Um, Okay. So we all know, I'm a huge fan of shrinking still. It's so phenomenal. Of course, truth be told, um, your honor, mayor of Kingstown. These seasons are just blowing my fucking mind. They're so good. (laughs) They're so good. I just can't get enough. And I just, okay. So I was talking to people about that. The last of us. And
1: um, they
0: they were like, you better watch it. So I'm all caught up.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Wait, before you say anything. I have not watched episode five, I think, or six. Six,
0: the la- I mean, the latest one. Okay.
1: Yeah, I've not watched the latest one, so I'm planning on watching it tonight. It's so good. Huh?
0: It's really, you know what, you know what I like about it. Okay, so first of all, the young actress in there, she's actually British, so she's got a really good American accent. Yes,
1: yeah, little Bella. Yes. Um, Bella Ram- Bella Ramsey is her
0: name in real life. I think. Okay, I didn't know that, and <laughs> she. Okay, so I don't watch video games so that's why I was hesitant to watch it because um that you know it's based on a video game but there was a scene I, st- I stayed for last week I won't give oh. anything away I stayed for the actor the conversation afterwards you know after the episode and oh. they said one of the scenes in there they wanted to make sure it was just like a scene in the uh video game and I was like Okay. What the fuck? I don't even know what that means. So, are we saying video games are like actual episodes of TV or something? Like,
1: so let me tell you, Grandma. These are- <laughs> Laser,
0: <laughs> Laser Chase
1: says, uh, "Pat Pac Man Junior." You
0: <laughs> know <laughs> Frogger <laughs> and Centipede.
1: <laughs> these kids aren't playing Pong anymore. Like. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Duche.
1: okay so what is this game like i mean you should look at what your nephews undoubtedly one want one or both your nephews play video games you should just look at them
0: they play because, it on their phone little like um oh god like they don't have i don't even know if they have a playstation or is this a playstation game the,
1: um I, I think this one is a playstation um uh, okay. I'm, I'm not i'm not certain of the okay. of the, uh, the console but there are still those arcade type games that you're thinking about. Yes. Um, But, but the, but the more pop, I shouldn't say more popular, but other popular ones are um, event type or like this movie is one where you are one or two characters and you're going through an environment and things are happening in that environment and you have to do certain tasks in those environments and it's not about you like getting killed. Like you're not losing you, three lives and then the game is over. Oh. There's just there's just things to do in this little world. And you do have to like, you know, whether you kill a zombie or a knight or a monster, whatever the game happens to be. But they're very intensive. And the world building is is realistic. So buildings, cars, weapons, hidden things. And you're going along this landscape doing things and things being done to you and you're trying to avoid things so that game or that movie that's why that's why the people who have played the game love the movie because they're saying that it is capturing the game and the scenes exactly like like the game the movie is the series is capturing that stuff like the game but you know what i've never seen the game i don't know it is but my daughter has and she said it is perfect and it's really good And so i'm enjoying it like you just because the story is so good
0: yeah, you know, I like Pedro because he was uh, in Narcos. You know, I love those those drug uh, movies. I didn't know that. Um, and I saw a video. I saw an interview that he was doing where they put him on a lie detector and they asked him a bunch of questions, and he was kind of funny on it. So, That's um, fun. yeah. So I'm watching all of that plus the Real Housewives of. Miami, New Jersey, and then Vanderpump Rules came back. I've oh. got you know, Rescue. I've got nine, Lone Star 911, regular 911. I've got The Good Doctor. I don't know how on earth I watch all of it, but let me just tell you, I do, and I will. Ne- I don't regret <laughs> it.
1: Hey, I saw that there's a new season. I think you told me you watched this show, Um, a new season of Outer Banks.
0: I didn't watch that.
1: Oh, because those are teenagers, you...
0: right? Isn't it like some teenager yeah, thing? Yeah. I
1: thought yeah. there was some stranded girls or something on the island show you were watching. Or oh,
0: that was a, that was the wilds.
1: Um, oh, that, OK. OK. So out of out of base is different. OK, gotcha.
0: Okay, yeah. Okay. You got the wilds, which should be coming back soon. Yellow jackets uh, that should be coming in soon. I think that's coming back in March. So there's a lot of good stuff in the in the hopper, as the uh, old folks say. Or Yes. You know, yes. I, and
1: shit. I, I started, but I haven't finished a new movie on Netflix called The Strays, S-T-R-A-Y as so the strays and it's about a, a lady um speaking of your friend who has the mixed kids it's a it's a it's a black lady who she's a fairly light-skinned black lady and she's married to a white man and they have two kids two mixed kids and they're in the suburbs and she starts having what might be hallucinations but maybe they're not oh and i've watched maybe half it's really good
0: okay I it's sort
1: get- of it's creepy but it's really okay.
0: good. It's a series or a movie? Just a movie. Okay, God, you love movies. I um, I also I know we we got we're coming up on almost an hour here, but I did watch Tulsa King. So our friend Margaret said, you know, you've got to watch Tulsa King. It's really good, and uh, it's okay. so Sylvester Stallone. Now, still Sylvester Stallone is seventy five years old, and he oh, plays some mobster being in jail for 25 years comes out and the mafia signs him to Tulsa, Oklahoma. And uh-huh. the first two episodes, I was like, I don't know if I can see this guy 75 years old, just being a badass. I- I'm not a big fan of how he talks, you know, like his voice dialect. Um, mm-hmm. I finished that in two days. Is that good? It's good. I don't want to yeah. admit it. It's good. I think there's a lot of good acting outside of him in it um the concept is super cool Um, uh, the storyline is really great i i Where, yeah, two, where's,
1: where's two, that streaming
0: that was on paramount paramount okay, yeah. plus i think
1: i got that through um uh, i think one of my uncles or something i have that okay i'm gonna have to check that out yeah. so you get a paramount okay i will add that but i am watching a new season of picard on paramount plus as a matter of fact which Maybe. i know you don't watch sci-fi and stuff but captain picard You know, he was he was a second captain after Captain Kirk from the original series and he has retired, but he has a little series there. And he's like, like you say, um, Sylvester Stallone, I think um, I can't think Patrick Stewart is his real name. I think Patrick Stewart might be close to 80. And so he's not doing all that swashbuckling stuff, you know, but the series is really it's really good.
0: Okay, before we go, there, we probably have a more un- younger audience than you, so could you just clarify what swashbuckling is? So that understand- <laughs> <The> I have <laughs> a note
1: here. I have a note in my bill that I can read.
0: <laughs> it's right under my car notes, so let me go get that.
1: <laughs> oh my God. Right. So, yeah. I was about to say it's what is what the pi- we used to say the pirates used to do. You know, they're sort of like, flying on those ships and you know the swords are flying and they're fighting and stuff that's swashbuckling
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god okay so where can people find you so they actually should they should definitely read all of your magazine um yes. editions but it, where can they find you to read this one specifically yeah
1: find me at um myron clifton on spoutable on facebook tiktok and instagram and i am probably forgetting one. oh and twitter um, you can also find me on my Amazon page, uh Myron Clifton. All my books are there and all my books are also available. I never say this, but all my books are also available online at Barnesandnoble.com. So they've they've um I think they picked up my one, my first book maybe five years ago, and they picked up everyone ever since. And it's pretty cool. I, I sometimes just go there just to look at my book on a and Noble website because it's like this is pretty cool. But um, so see me there and um, say hi. And then rate, if you, if you buy and read my books, leave reviews, but only if they're good reviews. I'm just kidding. No, I'm not. And then this show to rate us, review us, let people know. Because Jen, I think we're at show 44, 45. And that means we're halfway, almost halfway to 100.
0: To being syndicated?
1: Yep, to being the yeah. best, the biggest and the <laughs> best. <laughs> you know what's funny? We never hear from the network that this show is on like <laughs> they just not right they, I don't know if they hate us <laughs> uh, though every now and then I get an email you know from the owner and you know honestly i probably read a sentence and go well I think things are okay and I just don't
0: <laughs> never sends it to me nothing <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> swashbuckling galore. I will be, you can find me on not swashbuckling on Instagram at Jen Van and Veg. I'm on Spoutable as redheaded vegan um, and big button a smile on TikTok. Again, just a lurker on there. Don't expect any um, amazing content. I do most of my activity on Instagram. We always love to hear from everybody. Great feedback. Now, next week, I will be in Los Cabos, Mexico. Oh very me, familia it's our first trip all together my mom and dad i know my mom and dad's first time out of the country it's our first passport stamp we're starting small my nephews my sister one of my really bestest friends katie's coming it's gonna be a shit show of just uh, entertainment fun laughing i'm really looking forward to it i um I think my mom asked me, you know, at one point, Am I still going to be able to get like potato chips there? I'm like, Yeah, we're not. <laughs> ah,
1: yes, it's, mom. Like, it's like your mom is going to another planet.
0: <laughs>
1: well, <he is. laughs> what do they eat on that planet? Do we have chips?
0: <laughs> she's she's more concerned that any if she has to bring medication or any of like her pills you know is she gonna get stopped is she you know she gonna get, yeah <laughs> yes uh, the, the, the drug sniffing dogs are gonna be all over your suitcase so this is
1: i hope they have just the best time ever
0: yeah me too that's it you know there's something to say about being my age because my birthday is monday february 27 boop, boop, give me a shout out there um Da-da. So there's something to be said that spending my 52nd birthday with my family just gives you a glimpse of how important they are to me and how much I love them and how much fun I have. So I'm looking forward to that. I mean, it's going to be a blast. My brother turns 40. My dad is going to be 72. uh, And then my nephew. So all of us are Pisces. uh, So it's going to be turn out to be a really great trip. So I'm looking forward to it. So I will not be recording. Will you be recording with somebody next week?
1: Um, I'm going to record and, um, I think I will record with somebody, you know, what? I, maybe I'll invite, I'll get some of the, um, the network people who run this show. <laughs> they probably hate our guts. They hate our guts. Maybe, maybe I'll try to get them on the show for next week. So, and you know what, maybe for your birthday and your parents' first trip, um, out of the country, I'm going to Venmo you some cash and buy, and buy you guys dinner.
0: Oh, you have to. We're all inclusive, but yeah. you know what? Uh-huh. You can still Venmo oh. us. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was only going to be $20, so
0: <laughs> that'll go far.
1: <laughs> I don't know what the exchange rate is, but I'm thinking $20 might cover it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh my God, I love you, sir. This has been such a good episode today, and I um I look forward to hearing what you and your special guest talk about next week, and then I'll yes. fill everybody in on all the shenanigans that happened when we were in Cabo.
1: Awesome. Have a great trip. Early. Happy birthday, and talk to you later.
0: La-da-o. Bye. Bye.